You're listening to the Pinball Podcast. Hey, everybody, this is Jessica for a very special uh, episode 121B, the Beast for Bonus, right? Um, Jeff is not here, so it's a party. Um, but joining me, we do have Kate Martin. Hey, Kate, how's it going? It's good. How are you? Going really well. Thank you. Appreciate you hopping on with our time difference uh, coordination. Yeah, it somehow worked out. I was concerned it wasn't going to. <laughs> it's okay. You're calling into the future. How does it feel? I mean, I'm really bad with technology, so I'm just confused. <laughs> Welcome to my constant state of being. Um, so wanted to do this this episode. You have some really exciting stuff going on that I wanted to talk about. And a lot of it has to do with the direction that women in pinball is sort of moving in, especially for major tournaments. I know coming up here in Australia, we have at the Cooley Classic this weekend is the Australian Women's Championship. Um, that should be pretty substantial. There are a lot of women signed up for it, which is really exciting. I know there are some people coming over um, from the States, myself and Esther included. And then um, we have some ladies coming from New Zealand, I believe. So should be a fantastic time at this one. And then um, coming up in June at the Northwest Pinball Arcade Show, the women's tournament there, um, the main prize for that one is a new inbox Hobbit from Jersey Jack. So Offering up some major prizes, we have the Powder Puff Tournament um, that I'll be helping to tournament direct along with Maureen from Babes in Pinland in Seattle is coming up at the end of May. Um, and then they have the Pin Pin Tournament, which I've participated in before, is also the end of May in Vegas. So a lot of amazing tournaments coming up um, that are really putting women in the spotlight and getting people the recognition they deserve, the prizes they deserve. And on that note, um, you've been working on something super exciting that you just announced and that I'm happy to be a part of. Why don't you tell us about WIPT? Uh, WIPT is the Women's International Pinball Tournament. It is the largest pinball tournament, I believe, to date. Uh, it's going to take place the Sunday of Replay FX. It's an all-day Pinburg-style like rounds and four player banks and the whole thing. And it's got a substantial prize pool of over $5,000, which I'm very excited about. And it's amazing. <laughs> yeah, it's, I, it would be nice to give a woman a good amount of money for traveling to compete in a pinball tournament. It would be refreshing, I think. That's awesome. So do you have to participate in Pinburg itself in order to play in Whipped? Absolutely not. It is a standalone tournament. You do need a day pass for Replay FX just for the Sunday. Um, but I know that there are a few women from New York that are carpooling to come down just for that tournament that didn't get into Pinburg. And I would imagine that there are probably women in the local area that now can come down just for Whipped. And I'm really excited that that caveat is there because I feel like a lot of people are deterred from Pinburg, which is my absolute favorite tournament in the whole world because it's just so many days and it involves hotels and 
all of that stuff. So this is a nice little standalone under the replay umbrella, which I really am proud of. Yeah, absolutely. And Pinburg is my favorite as well. Having a women's event there is so exciting. When you started telling me about it, I was like, I want to help. I know my my help is limited at this, at this time, but um, I'm helping TD for the tournament and I'm so excited to be able to do that um, and to be a part of it. And then Elizabeth from Replay is helping lead the charge on that front as well. Yeah, and uh, as of this week, we've got Crystal Gamnich from Chicago, who is going to come help us TD as well. And then Jade Ang from New York City, Belt and Chimes. She runs our Belt and Chimes out here. She's going to help us TD. So we've got lots of ladies that are volunteering because I didn't want to ask anyone to not compete, especially because most of the ladies I know are pretty badass players. (laughs) That's amazing. Um, Yeah, that's a great group. (laughs) Oh yeah. I'm like, I'm very happy to TD and let, let all of these red ladies play. So, um, very excited. Um, we should try and do like a get together on Saturday night since we're going to have all these women there. I agree. I will. I'm so looking forward to this entire, like Pinburg is my favorite week out of the year anyway. And now it's just got even better. Yeah, I'm I'm really excited. I'm coming straight over from the Brisbane Masters, so I'm going to be exhausted, but it's going to be the best thing. Oh, no, that's such a, Are you flying into New York first? <laughs> uh, well, we're actually we're flying into California, then to Chicago, then to Pittsburgh. Oh boy. Cuz I'm a glutton for punishment. We're not <laughs> staying over in any of those places. That's just how long it takes to get from Brisbane to Pittsburgh. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, I've been a couple pinbirds running on fumes, and it always reflects uh, in my seating <laughs> directly. <laughs> I see. I thought last year I was going to do worse than I did the year before because it was like all tiki drinks and no sleep. But apparently, that helped me uh, to do a lot better <laughs> year my, over year. My, my downfall was uh, going there with my best guy friend from New York who is also my co-captain on my pinball team and it was his first time in Pittsburgh so we just made too many mistakes of drinking and the next day I woke mm. up and I'm like, oh I don't even remember how to play pinball right now I'm so tired <laughs> <laughs> but then don't you get like a whole new wave of beginner's luck if you completely forget how to play I feel like some people do I did not <laughs> <laughs> that's fair um yeah, definitely excited for it. So what's um, what was kind of the motivating factor to make this tournament happen now? Well, it kind of spawned with you and I talking. And I was just like, hey, I really wish there was a bigger women's football tournament. And you're like, yeah, me too. And we like talked about it for a few minutes. And then I never let it go. And I remember messaging Bowen one night and being like, I want to do a thing. You're really good at organizing stuff. Help me do this. And we came up with a format and then we submitted it to Papa and it's just been, you know, chipping away at all the little things that need to get done. And it was finally ready on mother's day, fittingly enough to announce. <laughs> I know the timing was excellent. Yeah. yeah. I, I can't corporate. Yeah, absolutely. I, I can't encourage people enough to get involved um, in this and on this level. I know that, different places and you'll hear arguments on both sides um, in different places. You'll hear some of the, why do women need a separate thing in pinball? 
And um, a lot of the times the people who are asking that question are the reason that we need that separate thing in pinball. Um, since we started Bells and Chimes in Portland, the attendance at our weekly um, tournaments in town, the Flip City competitions, you used to see maybe two or three women in the tournaments. And now you see, you know, 25 to 30% are female who are participating in those, what, 40 person tournaments. So things are starting to go up. And by no means is that um, enough. But, you know, when you've got 10 people out of 40 instead of two people out of 40 who are female, you definitely know that um, that something has been impactful in that area. And I know a lot of other cities have seen increased participation um, for women just out and about playing pinball when they have that community to go into and they have that kind of recognition and that tribe. And I think that this is only going to serve to elevate that further. I agree. Like we have bells and chimes in New York now, again, run by Jade Dang and she does a wonderful job. Uh, and it's really been my favorite thing to do in our off season. Cause we have a bar league out here of like teams, but in that bar league, we have two teams that are just completely women, which are the teams are all eight to 10 players. So that's like kind of awesome. Most teams have at least one woman on their roster. Uh, like quite a few of us have become, become captains now and stuff like that. And I feel like every bells and chimes season, there's a new girl who comes and she'll play. And then, by the end of the season, she's like, I want to be in the bar league. I want to play on teams. And we always find a home for them. And it just, you know, it's, it's baby steps. We got to get that 5% to 10% to get it to 15, to get it to 20 and so on. Like, and eventually, you know, hopefully uh, there will be enough of us that games like, well, no, we don't get made, but (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yeah, that's definitely, definitely something that I'd consider a goal. Um, I mean, when you look at the scene in Seattle, Maureen Hendricks took over Babes in Pinland there and has been, um, it's a monthly tournament that they do at Attaball and has been working to really elevate that event. And at the last event that they had, um, which was kind of a, a satellite tournament warm-up event for the Northwest show that we do, they had 54 women that's play. Amazing. I know. I saw, I was just like, you are kicking all the ass and I'm so proud of you. And I wish I could have been there when it was happening, but um, just absolutely incredible to see how many women are coming out now. And for people to, to question at any point why we need what's happening in pinball for women, just look at the actual results of more women playing um, more women winning, winning tournaments. And I mean, I don't know. It's it's an exciting time to be a female in this hobby because I think that people are starting to realize that we are a force here. We're not a minority. Um, we just are approaching it in different ways that work better for people. I have some people who only come to Bell's events. I have some, uh, one of my Bell's, Leslie, she started her own novice tournaments. So now we have that running in Portland and she borrowed from the format for um, my Bell's Olympics where the games are just kind of silly and crazy and did a tournament format off of that as well. So there's definitely a call for it. um, And I hope that more people start to see that. Well, yeah. And I just think any activity becomes better when it becomes more inclusive. Like I would never understand why you would be like, I want to grow pinball. I want better games to come out from these companies 
but we can't have more people playing because if we put more money into pinball, then we'll get better stuff. Like it doesn't make any sense. Why would you want to limit people from enjoying your hobby? Right. Exactly. It's, um, it's something that we've seen in a lot of other industry. I mean, video gaming and things like that. And that's a very close comparison to draw. Um, and I think that we start to run into some of the same pitfalls where you've got booth babes or, you know, people who are just like, look, there are women here. They're not actually playing, but they're holding the trophies that go to the men who are playing. Um, and my thing is that that like fake nerd girl fake gamer girl thing it's just like if like if someone wants to like something the level of commitment they have to it shouldn't bother you and like you know if it'd be like i've had people ask me are you really into pinball like are you really into it and i'm like well i mean i've spent way too much money on machines if i'm not so right <laughs> <laughs> I don't need to give the four operators in all of New York City. I, if I count the money, I would probably be so depressed of how much money I put in. <laughs> Especially to uh, steal a line from Penny Epstein, referring to the condition of New York City games. She calls them street games because they're all just so rough. <laughs> and so, yeah, I play street pinball. Oh, God. Yeah, there's... Um... Fortunately, Portland's gotten to a place where you don't see a lot of street pinball, but I've definitely thrown more money into operators' pockets than I want to think about. I think of all the things I could own if I didn't love pinball so much. Right. I actually, when I was doing the stream on a more regular basis, doing the Bells Twitch from my house, I was playing Sea Witch one night and I have three other machines that are in the background of, of me playing. So you can see stars and meteor and theater of magic when I'm playing C, which is the angle that you can see. So I've got four games and I'm literally like in my pajamas, like, you know, big sweater, just nothing. It's not like I'm in, you know, whatever you would wear if you're yes. So, um, one of, I forget whose stream it was that, you know, kind of hosted me. So all of a sudden I got all of these viewers, whereas before it's just me and my friends kind of talking while I'm playing pinball, they're asking me questions about Sea Witch and it's nice and civil. And then suddenly someone gets bumped into my chat and they start talking about, oh, how I'm in my boyfriend's game room, blah, blah, blah. And I was so confused by the comments (laughs) that I didn't even react to it at the time. (laughs) I was like, huh? Like none of it computed. Because I was like, this is my living room. <laughs> this is my stuff. Like, I got that when I do fantasy football, because of course I do. And the first year I was in the group that I was in for like five years, which is all guys that were randomly selected on the Yahoo website. But it was like, sure, I want to start doing fantasy. I know a ton about football. Let's do this. And we're going through the draft. And one of the guys was just like, oh, is your boyfriend there helping you? And I was like, I live alone and I want no one in my space ever so <laughs> that's just me just me liking football like a normal human being that likes football would do i don't know what to tell you about that yeah i've never quite understood that and i i've always gotten that being a huge nerd 
Um, so being into video games or being into whatever it is that I happen to be super into, there's always that question. But um, this was the first time, you know, in pinball that I was like, just so taken aback, like out of left field in my own space. Yeah. So it's like out in public, like if I'm out playing, you get a lot of guys who think it's appropriate to walk up into your personal space or to make comments about, oh, they can show you how to play a game. It's been happening less in Portland, especially as you get to know more people. But when I go travel and don't know someone, you know, I'll get that kind of thing from time to time until someone realizes I know what I'm doing. But we shouldn't have to start from that point where you have to prove yourself before you someone decides to not say something. Yeah. You should just be able to play pinball, whether you know what you're doing or not. If I want to go on and play Jackbot, but pretend I'm playing RoboCop, which are just the two machines I'm looking at right now, then we'll <laughs> it is none of your business how I play this game. Just leave me alone. Also, I'm kind of kind of jealous you're looking at RoboCop right now. <laughs> so it was like a weird decision I made, but then I hunted one down and I have no regrets about it. Oh, you shouldn't have any regrets. <laughs> I love it so much. Um. Yeah, I just, we had a Bells and Chimes event. I think it was the first meetup of last season at Sunshine Laundromat in Brooklyn, uh, which if you are friends with me on Facebook, you know I have so many opinions on. But uh, <laughs> we were there and there were 24 of us competing. And it's a small space. It's a crowded little room. And he had also, unbeknownst to us, had a 50 person, I think it was about 50 people a holiday party for some coffee shop show up. So it was an absolute shit show and it was a nightmare. To <laughs> and at one point, and I think like the, the comfortable capacity of this space is like 30 people. Like it was a lot. And it like people were yelling at us for like asking for space to play pinball. And at one point I'm playing dialed in and this guy talking to his friend just like leans on the glass of the game. Like, to just get more comfortable what? in this conversation. And I just pushed his arm off and he was like, what's your problem, man? And I was just like, do you not know what kind of bar you're in? There's two <laughs> the They don't have liquor. What are you doing? Like, I don't understand. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, you'll, you see so much of that and I don't understand it. And then when you say something to someone, they act all offended, like you've done something wrong. As yeah. opposed to them almost putting their arm through a giant plate of glass. There, Yeah, there's been so, like, or the, the guy that will just come up to the side of the game and be like, hey, what are you doing? Oh, you like to play pinball? And it's just like, oh, my God, leave me alone. But it's a child <laughs> I tolerated because, like, you don't know yet, but you should learn. Oh, see, I trap up when there are kids there. I'll just trap up and be like, you shouldn't stand there. That's a bad idea. I might elbow you in the face. There if it's a, a dude who decides to stand there, I would, you know, don't necessarily give the warning, but I will yeah. shoot the look of, could you please leave? Thank you. I once uh, went to, there's this like restaurant in the West Village of Manhattan called Cowgirl, and it has two games in the back. And fittingly, it was Cactus Canyon and Stampede. And we had to like move a match. Somehow we ended up there and there was a birthday party in the room where the pinball machines were. And there were two like five-year-old kids just licking either flipper button. And I was like, oh no. No, no. <laughs> so I know it still makes me go this. <laughs> I can't. 
<laughs> Think about how many times that's happened that we didn't see it and we just touched those buttons. People make fun of me because I always keep like a bandana in my back pocket to wipe the lock bar and the buttons done with. But I'm like, I know so many gross people that play pinball. Friends of mine that are icky. I don't want them to touch them. <laughs> and I to wear gloves. So this is where I am. Yep. Oh, no, I fully agree with that, especially in summers in Portland. Oh. You want to keep something because there will be button sweat. Yeah. It's all the buttons went more icky than walking up to a game and like putting your hands on it, like getting ready to play and your hand just slides off and you're just like, Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> there's <Yeah>. just nothing. <laughs> See, I get called hot hands because I'll play and then people go up and like, it's the game is warm. warm. <laughs> it's not wet. It's warm, not wet. Very important distinction I, between the two unsweaty like to the point that people that do sweat don't like me and mm. so when i walk up to a game and it's slimy i just like i'm just like i'm so is this the burden i have to bear for not being a sweaty person i'm so <laughs> they're like it's it's how we all manage i don't yeah. know how you aren't um do you guys have the issue there of people thinking it's appropriate to like have sex or do sexual type things on pinball machines in public I, for, as far as I know, we're pretty much safe. Anyone's private collection, some of the guys I know, I wouldn't be. <laughs> I don't know. Well, what happens in our private collections stays in our private collections. <laughs> um, but no, like out in public, we actually had an incident where one of the servers at one of our bars went outside for a smoke break. And turned around and looked through the window and right on Ghostbusters. And I'm like, I can't. Oh, it's so like, inappropriate sl now that Slimer imagery. <laughs> we just call the machine Slimer now, and I never want to touch it. Ever. I, I, I cannot imagine that it has not happened. And I'm sure, like, <laughs> you do see the, like, and it's never really pinball people. It'll be, like, random people on a weekend in a pinball bar or, like, the girl's sitting on the game and the guy's between her legs and they're making out. And I am always that person that will walk up and be like, hi, sorry, can I play a game? This is a game. Can I put money in it and yeah. play? You guys, just this is your place. So yep. it generally works. Yeah, I do. I do the same. They usually seem pretty put out. Well, they. So, well, I can make so many put out jokes right now. I was going to so, say, <laughs> phrasing. <laughs> oh, well, this is devolved. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we talk regularly on a podcast. We just have a conversation. Yeah. <laughs> oh, plus, I haven't talked to you in ages. I know. Well, you've oh, been traveling. That's lovely to hear you very much. I know. I'm excited to actually get to spend some time hanging out with you. Yeah, I'm very excited. And I, like, really am looking forward to... I mean, I'm like a nervous wreck. Anyone who knows me knows that if you give me any sort of pressure, I just kind of like turn into a shaking cold chihuahua of a person. But I'm so excited about it. Like, I think that we've got a really good team. And obviously, like, Elizabeth and everyone else at Papa and Replay, like, they know what they're doing. And that is so comforting um, to have that guidance. Uh, and I really just, I, I can't wait. <laughs> me either. Awesome. Well, 
Everyone, get your asses out to Pinburg. Get over to Whipped's. Let's participate and make this the biggest women's tournament that has happened so far. Uh, heaps of prize money. So much work that Kate's put into this. And thank you so much to Elizabeth and Bowen also for making it happen on that end. And to Crystal and Jade for joining our rad pool of tournament directors. Can't wait quickly for July. Shamelessly plug uh, June 10th at Jack Bar in Brooklyn. If anyone is around 2 p.m., we're having a tournament going to be a 50 50 uh buy-in half the money will go to that day's tournament prize pool and the other half will go to fundraising the remaining prize money for the whipped tournament uh so if anyone is around and would like to come uh i'm still working out the exact details as far as like how much the buy-in is going to be but yeah i think it should be a great time uh and if also anyone is like a kind human that would like to donate. We don't need much, but anything would be appreciated. Uh, reach out to me or Elizabeth uh, through any form of social media. And I could try to set that up for you because we need it. Awesome. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Support women in pinball. Let's help grow our community in a positive way. Um, I will include a link in the show notes in the post for the replay website with more information about whipped if anyone has any questions, you can also submit them to the show and I'm happy to redirect you as appropriate. Awesome. Yeah, I think that's Thanks so much, Kate, for coming on. Thanks for having me. Of course. Great talking to you. I'm sure I'll talk to you soon. All right. Bye. Bye.